Welcome to God Mode Unlocked episode 97, which I think this is going to be called the epic sode because it's, there, we have so much to talk about here. We've got an insane Dr. Disrespect situation. Mixer is dead. Well, that's Dr. what we're talking about Dr. first. Dr. Disrespect is dead. Everybody, Everybody is, is dead. <laughs> Kojima, the reason, PT rumors with Kojima, Pokemon stuff, Halo Infinite stuff, a 10 cent investigation that I'm done by yours truly. We've got so much to talk about. So we're going to start with Mixer. Because, you know, at, when, when this happened, I was like, surely this will be the biggest news that I know. maybe that we've ever talked this about. This week is just the week that And then, like, the Dr. Disrespect thing happened. And, like, I, I'm just like, and, like I, I think some of this other stuff is huge, too. So let's start with the Mixer thing. So let me first, the story evolved quickly. But out of the blue, I guess we'll deep dive into it on several different levels out of the blue seemingly and i guess depends on how closely you've been following this because if you've been listening to our show we've kind of been sharing some concerns about mixer for a, a yeah. while yeah there were Se- signs there. seemingly out of the blue microsoft announced well mixer's being closed in a month uh we're transitioning all of our streamers over to facebook gaming and we wish you the best. <laughs> they, they didn't tell their employee. Even the Mixer staff didn't yeah. know this. Yeah, they made this announcement, and the Mixer staff were sitting in the room going, uh, reading the tweets. What? Like, <laughs> I'm out of a job? Yeah. And um, don't forget, a lot of people thought a really bad PR story came out about Mixer a few days prior. Yeah. And I, and I saw a lot of people say, well, that's why Microsoft did this. They're not related at all. Yeah. There's a real, I'll get into that in a minute, but there's a real strong business reason for this. But, um, so anyway, all, you know, Mixer is essentially, I mean, it's open for like another three weeks. It's essentially dead. Uh, it is dead in three weeks. And Facebook gaming is now Microsoft's streaming partner it's like so, game of thrones out there take it from there it's, it's like game of thrones i saw somebody say that they feel that the streaming platform wars are the new console because console wars are kind of died yeah yeah so people are saying like this is now like streamer wars are the new console well wars. i feel like the consoles like everybody made it you know yeah that's what i mean like everybody's just kind of happy yeah now everybody's and, really kind of happy with where they're at so there's no there's no real war anymore yeah. because everybody's doing sort of their own thing and everybody's succeeding so there's no real war. Yeah. And now we got the streaming wars. Um, Mixer, you know, the writing was on the wall I yeah. think, for a long time yeah. that it wasn't going to happen. And to Microsoft's credit, yeah, you, you got to give them a little bit of credit to be like, okay, you know, like we have no ideas here. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Like, let's just get out. Yeah. And I feel like Microsoft in the past, they've lingered. In, mm-hmm. in spaces that they weren't successful in for yeah. too long. Yeah. And so I, I give them credit to now this quickly Hold say, plot. yeah, just to say, okay, you know, we tried, we tried our hardest, you know, we signed guys like Ninja, we signed mm-hmm. guys like Shroud, still nothing happened. Right. Like we invested clearly, $40 million. Yeah, like clearly we, we couldn't do anything greater than that to try and kickstart this. Yeah. Nothing's happened. Let's just pull the plug and get out. Yeah. I think on Microsoft's end, all, most of what I heard about was focused on like the reaction of the streamers. A lot of who were heartbroken, and I get it because many of them invested, you know, years in this platform, and yeah. now it's gone. But 
that's a whole different topic because the leading thing they tell you, not that there's no authority really, but when you're a streamer is don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like make yeah. sure you're doing like a podcast and a YouTube channel and you know, don't, don't just rely on your platform. But anyway, I think this was a good move by Microsoft as painful as it may have been for a lot of people. Um, a, they, they actually sold the platform to Facebook. So they got money back on it. Um, and B, if you looked at what Phil Spencer said, what really with the direction that they were hoping to take Mixer was to use it to promote Xbox, Xbox Game Pass, and xCloud. And that's what Phil Spencer said. He said, in moving to Facebook as our, as our streaming partner, what we're really looking to explore and we're excited to explore is, is uh, click-to-play xCloud opportunities. So like we've been talking about, like yeah. you're watching a game on whatever platform, you click the link, and all of a sudden you're playing it via cloud gaming, and Microsoft's is xCloud. So they had a choice. Do we try to sell more games through that methodology, through the very limited Mixer audience, or do we blast that all over Facebook's ginormous audience? Mm -hmm. If you're a businessman the, or woman, the decision's pretty obvious. Facebook's got... 50 times the audience that Mixer does go over there. Yeah. Do you think it's kind of interesting that... Do you, do you think we'll see a sort of Facebook and Microsoft collaboration, like a deeper collaboration now? Because if you if you look at it, it really makes sense for both of them. Um, In a lot of ways. Not, I mean, even beyond the streaming. Mm -hmm. Like, Facebook, Facebook's extent to gaming is... Um, is Oculus, yeah. which is VR. VR. Good point. And Microsoft Good point. has no VR. Good point. So, so they they fit together very yeah. nicely, yeah. you know. And, and Microsoft has this cloud gaming thing. Mm -hmm. Facebook is one of the only big tech companies that I don't think anybody's mentioned cloud gaming with. Not to my memory. So, if they're going to let Microsoft be their cloud gaming, It'd be really smart. Then I wouldn't be surprised if later they fit on together down the like line, puzzle pieces. Exactly, they like they complement each other so well. Yeah, that I, like you just have to believe that it's going to go further than yeah. this. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I won't be surprised if maybe at next year's E3 or the E3 after it or whatever, yeah. whatever is going to be there. Um, I won't be surprised if Oculus on Xbox ends up being a thing. I think the next Xbox will absolutely have some type of VR partner. I don't think Microsoft's going to push it big themselves. Yeah. Like, they're not going to have a first-party VR headset. You're not going to see Xbox VR. Yeah, I don't think but so. But I would totally buy whether it's Oculus or Valve or whoever, you know. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people were shocked by this because they really felt that Microsoft made long-term moves by signing Ninja and Shroud. Yeah. And and they did, in a way. But, but really... And when you look at the grand scheme, it's obvious that those moves were Hail Marys. Like, nothing that we are doing has brought viewers, so let's try to bring people who have can bring viewers with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, the crazy thing is, like, those two literally made out, like, bandits Absolutely. in this deal. Ninja got paid out up front by, at the closure of this deal. He got bought out $30 million. Shroud got paid $10 million. So they got checks for $30 million and two, two guys who play video games for a living. I know. And now they can stream wherever they want. They're, Shroud got paid $10 million for eight months worth of work. 
Yeah, you know, when I look at those numbers, <laughs> my, my only thought was, Mom and Dad, you should let me play more video I know, games. Because, I know. I mean, look, look at this money. And, like, you know, people are saying, like, oh, you know, like, I wonder if Shroud and Ninja were disappointed by this. And it's like, maybe disappointed because I'm sure they, too, were invested in their move. You know, oh, like, yeah. they wanted it to work out. Yeah. But, but when you get handed you got, a check for 10 or 30 yeah. million, you're going to be like, when you get 40 okay. or 50 Good million deal. or whatever they're getting, yeah, it's easy to not feel so bad. They can they can retire. They can go stream wherever they want now. They could sign a deal with another platform, another $10 million deal yeah. or whatever. They can sure start they their own. I'm sure they will because now they're free agents, you know, and you, got, you still have Facebook, you still have YouTube, you still have Twitch. And Dr. Disrespect may have been taken off the map. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, has anything, let's, let's transition to that. Has anything come out on that front? No. So here's, I did like a, like a 30 minute deep dive on this on my stream yesterday. So to catch everybody up, I'm sure if you pay attention to gaming, you've heard this by now. Dr. Disrespect ended his stream on Friday very strangely watch the last eight minutes of his stream you can tell he's very uncomfortable he gets some type of message on his phone somebody apparently walks in the room did you watch the whole eight minutes oh i watched the whole thing he, he holds his hand yeah, up yeah. and mutes himself yeah, for a yeah. minute and um he totally breaks character which he never does never oh absolutely um well did you watch he I mean, sits in you, silence for like three minutes did you see when he got the text message that seemed to be where it started yeah he looks at the text message and you could just like even though he's he's wearing sunglasses, you could see you could see his eyes like yeah, blinking. Like, like, yeah, and you could you you could see him gulping. Yeah, like, and and you could just tell he it was it was the body language of somebody that's like fighting back tears. Yeah, the things he said, like he was obviously stuttering, like he could, but he was also it it seemed like he was trying to send like a final, like he he was saying things like, stay strong. It's a it's a weird world out there. Yeah, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna get. Uh, what else? Did he said, keep your confidence up, no matter what you do. You know, forever. Don't lose your confidence. Like, like, like he's like trying to think of something like compelling to say. You know, because and he said, oh, well, I wanted to get off, but now I don't want to. Get yeah, off. I, I picked up on that. And um, I, it's like almost like in the thoughts were forming in his head. This is this might be the last time that I'm doing this. Yeah. So I don't want it to end. Exactly. And. Um, you know, this is a guy who is one of the biggest streamers in the world. Everybody knows who he is. He just signed a multi-million, multi-year deal with Twitch three months, just three months ago. So something happened. We don't know what it is. It's assumed that he got a message maybe from his wife telling him something was wrong. He didn't immediately come tend to it. So she ran downstairs and was like, no, something's really wrong. Yeah. You know, like, and he was like, can't deal with it, you know? Yeah. So from there, his stream ended really, really strangely. Twitch not only banned him, they were, they scrubbed him entirely from their website. His page is gone. His emotes are gone. Any reference to him whatsoever is gone. Which is kind of the the, the most bizarre part to me. Is yes. Like what could he have done or what happened that, that they did this? So what, even when Ninja left the platform, which which Twitch, everybody says Twitch took very personally. Like, it was like a dagger to them. Yeah. They didn't, like, delete everything. They didn't, like, scrub the site of anything. Like, Twitch literally went, like, scorched earth. Like, removed everything. And the, they refunded, this is the most compelling part, they refunded all of his subscribers 
for this month, which was $70,000 worth of money. No, no jump change yeah. here. Well, maybe for Amazon is, but. Well, Twitch is kind of their own thing, though. Yeah. Um, they operate kind of independently. Yeah. But that's a lot of money to just instantly go, okay, let's refund them. Yeah. Um, but, the, but here's the weird part to me. They thought they could do all that, refund customers, delete all of his stuff, but not say anything. I know. They had to have known people the were they were going to start a storm. Like, yeah. And he's been trending all weekend. Maybe maybe it's all part of a plan. Well, some people it's think all that. Part of the plan. I don't think so because based on his, yeah. that was either the most incredible yeah. acting yeah. ever. Like they they, they got to create an Oscar. Yeah. For for live if that was stream an act. acting, if, if that was an act, because that was phenomenal. And there's so many different theories out there. You know, some of them have been saying, well, you know. Doc was about to stab Twitch in the back and like jump platforms and they found out about it. So they yeah. voided his, I don't think it's that. If he was going to do that, he knew that was a possibility and it was a business move that he had said and like, he had like, you know, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. He wouldn't have reacted like, like he looked like his soul got yanked out of yeah, his body. And, and the other weird part is, is the final stream. It really seemed like somebody had arrived at his house. Because there was like a loud noise, and yeah. he like looks around real like suddenly, and then yeah. he just cuts the stream. Yeah. So like, I got the impression that the first text was to let him know that somebody was there. Could be. And then she came down to be like, "No, you gotta, you gotta come now." Yeah. And then the third noise was who knows what, but clearly the the urgency cut building. And, and you building. know, a lot of people speculated that it was the police, and then he had gotten arrested. Yeah. But. It's not. It's definitely not that because a police records come out fairly quickly. Yeah. That would have made it out by now. And another streamer, uh, Tim the Tatman, if you know who he is, a lot of you probably do. You know, knows Doc, streams with Doc. Said I've been texting with him this weekend. If he was in prison, I would not be texting with him. He was but not I think arrested. He, he he did post a new tweet. He did. He? So. And he said, "This there's so many rabbit holes to fall down yeah. here." He said that. Twitch has not notified him of why he was banned. Yeah. Which I, okay, maybe Twitch hasn't notified him, but based on his body language on stream, he knows why. Yeah, he, <laughs> he knows. knows something has something. happened. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of people. Here's where it gets so confusing to me. This past week, a lot of like gaming figures were. Um, I, I don't know how to say this because I, you know, this isn't my forte. I don't want to sound offensive but a lot of gaming personalities were me tooed i guess that's what i want to yeah. say like like they yeah. were they were accused of things whether true or false a ton of them were yeah this I week saw. it came out and i'm not saying any of them were true or any of them were false i'm just saying it happened a lot this week yeah so a lot of people were thinking like okay me you know must be doc he has a history publicly cheated on his wife mm -hmm. you know maybe it's that if that was it, though, these things are being aired very publicly. Yeah. I feel like it would have been all over by now. Well, and that's the other strange part is, I guess, and I didn't see this, but I've heard this, is that his wife tweeted out a message of support. Yes. So, you know, it's just no matter which way you look and which way you want to create a theory, there's always something there that's like, contrary well, to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Contrary. It's like, well, it can't be that because this happened and it yeah. can't be this. 
because that happened. But again, nothing makes sense. I have an absolutely insane theory that I'm not willing to say on stream because (laughs) it's going to come back to haunt me and it's going to make me sound like a conspiracy theorist. Remember, I'm going to tell you after this. But, um, you know, like I kept thinking like, because Twitch, people are saying, well, maybe it's tax fraud. You know, maybe he got hit with tax. Well, Twitch wouldn't ban him for tax fraud. They would say that's his problem. That's his legal problem. Yeah. Um, People were saying, well, well, maybe it was charity fraud. And I, you know, another prominent streamer was like, Doc is represented by an agency. He's got lawyers. There's no way he's that dumb to commit charity fraud. Yeah. Like, think what you want about him, but he's he's a businessman. Like, yeah. he's not, he's a professional. And, like, when you think about what could be so heinous for them to make them scrub him from the site. Yeah. And clearly he knew. He and, knew and something, something was up. Something happened that yes. during that final show, and he knew. And, pe- and then he sort of acts like he doesn't. People know. even like you know, people have taken every path with this. People, people can't because apparently the woman who he cheated with uh, is known. She's yeah. a music artist, so I had no idea. So people started assuming she's blackmailing him. She's doing this. She's doing that. She, and she she tweeted it. She's like, "Please stop harassing me. I know nothing about this. I don't know why he was banned. Please just leave me alone." Like strange. The whole thing is just so strange. It is. It is. Yeah. Like I, I and I kept saying to because like Dennis and I were talking about it a lot. Yeah. I can't think of any comparable situation. Like when an athlete gets in trouble or an actor, everything is out within hours. Well, and that's the thing. And and the reason for that is, you know, these are large organizations, and clearly. Somebody, you know, a lot of people, you know, people know outside. Yeah, yeah. people are going to find out. People know, and then they tell other people, and someone along the way, you know, spits it out on the internet, and we're off to the races. Or or multiple people, and the stories all correlate, and it's easy to say, okay, we're hearing the same thing all over. for some reason, that's not happening here, and and that's the other weird thing, is is, there's no leak. This is what I don't like, not defending, you know, I don't know how to feel about it yet, because we don't know what has happened. But, you know, so I'm not condoning anything that may have happened because I don't know what the heck happened. And by the time you hear this, I'm hoping that we do know what happened. But what I don't like about how Twitch has handled it is they took action and they weren't immediately. They straightforward. Bob. Because they had have contracts with him worth millions of dollars. Yeah. They knew they had to have run this by attorneys. They had to have run. They had to have known exactly what they were doing. The fact that they did this without any form of communication like, for example, when the NFL suspends somebody, they don't tell you the full thing, but they say uh, a drug violation of drug policy, violation of, you know, whatever, whatever policy yeah. they have. Yeah. Uh, if it's a domestic abuse incident or something, they say it's a violation of whatever, you know, whatever it falls under. They don't tell you this is what he did or she or whatever. Yeah. But they say this is why we are expelling this person from our league. And I feel like Twitch really messed up by not. They said they did finally come out and say, "Well, we treat all, we hold all of our streamers to community guidelines." What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? The mystery continues. It, it, I mean, I hope at some point. I mean, at some point, we gotta learn the truth, right? Like somebody's <laughs> gotta be like, "Okay, well, this is what well, happened." There was another Twitch partner who's like, you know, verified. Like, she's. Several people, so at least two different sources who are like verified. One is Slasher, who you may have heard of. He's an esports. He's been an esports reporter for like 20 years, since like the OG Quake days. So he knows everybody. Yeah. 
He said he knows what happened. He knows why Doc was banned. He knows what happened. But he's not comfortable saying so because the implications are so serious. Some other Twitch streamer said, I know why Doc was banned. I can't say why. But I can tell you for sure Doc is done. Not just on Twitch. Like, like he's See, gone. Now that's so weird because... What could he possibly to, have... To, yeah, I mean, to athletes and actors and stuff come back from to, the worst to things. have your career to to have such a big personality's entire career nuked like that. It, it would seem it would have to be criminal of some sort. Yeah, you would think. And then he would have to be arrested, and then we would, but, get, you know. But again, like a record. How many actors and actresses and athletes commit pretty bad things and they come back? Yeah. Like they're not over. Like. Yeah. And a lot of them get viewed very well eventually, you know, with the public at least redeem themselves. Yes. Yeah. But these um, messages, they all seem to point to no, like, like it's, it's bad. bad. It's right. bad, bad. Right, right. Like, and that's what, like, like Irma kept saying, like, did he kill somebody? Yeah, like, that, well, like, that was one of the rumors I saw floating around. Uh, like, he killed somebody. Uh, it, it just. We are not saying he and killed I'm, no, anybody but, just but for, it's, for it's legal like, reasons, but this is what. We've heard. And it's so hard because, like, every other streamer out there that's affiliated with him in any way yeah. is going to have to explain eventually if he did do something. Like, you know, like, but again, do you stand it, by him? If he did killed you somebody. I don't think he did. Which but, we don't think he did. Well, he would have been arrested. He would have been arrested. Right, so this right. Is, <laughs> and so this is, like, the core of the mystery is every time you think about something, there's just something that kind There's a bridge it. that runs counter to it. Unless, you know, it's sort of like O.J. Simpson. He was found not guilty. Right. Well, that was a, it was a very public trial, though. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean. It's Doc like, hasn't been charged with anything. Yeah, but maybe they're just getting out of it. That's part of my theory, though. Not and Nothing with O.J. Simpson. I'll yeah. tell you afterwards. Okay. It is the most... I'm, I wish I, would, I had the balls to say it on air, because <laughs> if I'm right, people would be saying, like, oh, my God, you need to listen That's to this man. podcast. Uh, so I guess we'll move on to... Another wildly, I, I can't, the, the, the unbelievable news and rumors, and I swear this has something to do with, like, Netflix rebooting Unsolved Mysteries here soon, because Gosh, there's so Everybody much, keeps telling me about this, and, and I love it. I there, love it. There's so much to sink into here. So we've talked for a long time about, you know, We've talked a lot about Death Stranding, but, you know, the way Kojima went out of Konami and how Konami treated him so badly and how he was basically held hostage at Konami for, like, the last six months of his career. Yeah. And uh, Konami basically got out of the gaming business, like, altogether. It was so bad. Yeah. So. Which sucks. A rumor came out this week from a a website that's not, not just some 4chan rumor or some Reddit rumor, like an actual gaming website. That Kojima used part of the Metal Gear Solid 5 budget that Konami gave him to develop PT without telling Konami that he was developing PT. That he was making a new Silent Hill game and then basically forced it out. Because maybe he wasn't sure that Konami was going to allow this. Mm -hmm. So his thought was like, I'm going to put it out there so it's so far out there that we can't undo yeah, this. Yeah, we can't take it back. Like, because people are going to love it. You know... And he probably thought, well, they won't fire me. Well, when you think about the timeline of events, it definitely seems plausible. Yeah. So that's 
how it happened. Because um, when was PT revealed? It was like... It was definitely during Metal Gear Solid 5's development. Yeah, because it was like just after the Xbox One and PS4 released, right? I can't remember. I really can't it, remember. It came really really soon after PS4's release. Because I remember it was, it was sort of one of the first big things on PS4 was the, the PT demo. It was just a demo, but, you know, it was something. Yeah. Um, well, and people loved it. Yeah. So, I mean, the timeline seems to fit. Uh, you know, and I can believe I can believe that this is how Konami views the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can have situations where both sides can claim something mm-hmm. and neither side can actually be right or wrong. <clears throat> There's you know? a little bit of truth in both. Yeah, like... Like, Kojima might secretly believe that Konami, you know, gave him X number of dollars to do whatever he wanted with yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And Konami can believe that, no, that's that's not how it was. Right. You know, right. and, and it could just be that, or Kojima could just be right. lying. Right. He thought, um, <laughs> Kojima denied this, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, he, he could just be sort of lying, honestly, but... yeah. I mean, I guess we'll never know. There's when you hear stuff like this that is this detailed. There's usually some shred of truth to it. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe, you know, maybe he was allowed to develop PT, but what he wasn't allowed to do was call it Silent Hill. But he snuck that in there without Konami's approval, and that alone, like you just literally just, just like stole our IP, like. You can't do that, you know, and that, and then Kojima was like, "Well, I thought you wouldn't care." They looked and, great though, so yeah, yeah, know, yeah. I don't know why they got upset. If, I know, I know, true. but but you get what I'm saying. Like yeah. it, it, it dissolves trust. Well, like, it, like why didn't you tell us it, this? It, it like actually, now you forced our hand. And another thing that sort of makes sense is we're not going to give you another three hundred million dollar budget. You know, like that kind of thing. Like yeah. you, 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 you have taken liberties that you should not have taken. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. It, it, like you say, it's it's it came out of left field like years later. Yeah, which is kind of why I believe it. Though. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, why would somebody just make this up now? Yeah, five years later. Yeah, and, and you look at it, and when you think about the, the series of events, it's easy to go, yeah, that, that actually fits. That yeah. fits together. I can believe it. Now, whether well, or not it was it's stolen. Or, right, you know, right. It, and you know there were there were rumors about um, Scalebound being the same issue though. Remember that Platinum was taking money from yeah. Microsoft yeah. and dedicating it to other projects. Um, with truth, you'll never know probably. But um, I mean, it, a lot of us questioned why. Well, why would they keep Kojima totally separate from his team? Why would they treat him that poorly? Yeah. Like it sounds like insane. But if you view the situation from the perspective of Konami believed that he was literally stealing their money yeah. and misleading the development team and stuff, then it, I'm not I'm not saying what they did was right, but I'm saying you can start to see why they treated him like yeah, exactly. Like, the like, more the more you think about it, you, the more you think about the actions that we had heard about Konami, the more it just all sorts of it, it sort of falls like in we place can't trust and, you to be in that room telling those developers yeah, what to do like, like that kind of thing we know and it could be totally wrong could we be. know you're up to something else yeah more than what we had in mind yeah and so maybe that's why they said okay you know we got to separate you from this yeah so we can try and just have this one game done and not 
Well, and it was pretty obvious that, Pon- like, I mean, Ko- Kojima's games are big budget games. Yeah. They're some of the biggest, probably. Um, and it's pretty obvious that Konami was at the point of, you know, dysfunction or whatever between, Ko- that they were like, we will literally rather have you see, see you release a basically unfinished game than to give you more money to finish it. Yeah. Like, we would literally rather you just sh- ship this out the door and we can wash our hands on it than let you finish the story. And, and you know, when you think about it, that, that happened right around the time that Platinum and Microsoft had That's their... True. And it was so, kind of the same timeline. So I do sort of wonder if maybe maybe one of them got the idea from the other. Like, hey... <laughs> You know, like funnel the money over yeah, here. You know, they, you know, they talk this and that. You know, yeah. And maybe they overheard. You know, like I'm using my funds like this. <laughs> you know, and it, it all comes down to how the contracts are. Yeah, yeah. Like how do you I, I don't view, know. What do you view as more important, creative? You know, yeah, the, the like creative a, prospect. When, or when they release business? the funds to that, to you know his development team, do they say like it's only for this game, or right. is it? Do they say it's for development in general? And, and can you not totally see... I don't want to speak for Hideo Kojima at all. But can you not totally see him realizing, like... At this point, like, I am I am literally this company. Yeah. I am literally this company. 100%. They have given me their entire gaming budget. And I'm going to make it more than just... And do you think you know, there's... I am in charge of this money. Do you think there's a possibility that I'm going to do right by it? He had heard about Konami's plans to basically abandon gaming. Maybe. Maybe. And, That's a good point. And maybe in his mind... I'm like, not going to let that happen. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make... I'm going to make these two games so incredible that, like, people people yeah. aren't going to let them leave. Right. You know? like, right. And maybe that was his strategy. I don't know. Yeah. But it almost worked. Like, like force I your can, hand. Like, no, Metal Gear Solid Five yeah, is not our last game. I mean... I'm still amazed that Konami got out after the reaction to PT. PT was enormous yeah. when it got released. That shows how little they cared about gaming by the end. For whatever reason, yeah. they cared that little about and it. And it doesn't make... Yeah, it's, it's so bizarre. That whole audience to them was... Don't care. I mean, like, PT was probably the most hyped Silent Hill thing. Probably I would say it was probably the most hyped horror game of all time. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And they were like... Nah, we don't. We don't. That's want what that. I mean. Get, like, get out. Get like out. there was probably at least ten million people waiting to buy that game. Yeah. And they were literally like, "We don't want your I money. Mean, PS, we don't care." PS PS4s with the PT demo on it are going for like hundreds yeah. of dollars, you know, on eBay. Like that's how excited people were for that game. And they just threw it all away. Like I don't get it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand it. Um, I guess Pachinko or whatever it is, Pachinko. Bonga banga. Whatever the stupid. You know, whatever they're making now, that's that must be worth a lot more to them. I don't know. Castlevania animes, I guess. Yeah. Um, so now we're really switching gears. More on some streaming stuff in a little bit. Wait, we got breaking news that we got to announce. Oh, boy. Announce. What is it? The Patriots reached agreement with former NFL MVP Cam Newton for a one-year deal. Oh! Cam Newton to the Patriots. Well... Good luck with that, guy. We saw that coming. <laughs> um, Pokey, there is a... Oh, my God. So This is so this hilarious is to me. Your brain. This is so hilarious to me. So just after last week's show, and I've been saying this about Nintendo since the first episode and about Pokemon, I was literally criticizing Nintendo 
for, you know, they never take the risks that I want them to take. They're never willing to like do what is obvious with their licenses. Yeah. They're repetitive, um, blah, 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 blah. So I instantly knew when Nintendo made this announcement that people like me were going to be like, oh, I love this. Everybody else was going to fucking hate it. Like, that's exactly what... Because you hated it, didn't you? I hated it. Yeah. So, before we get too far ahead... Oh, my God. Pokemon Unite was announced this week, which is a 5v5 MOBA. MOBA. MOBA, guys. So, like, League of Legends... MOBA, that's that's Italian for garbage. (laughs) For mobile and Switch. It is developed by Tencent. So, this is a competitive multiplayer Pokemon game. Developed by Tencent, it has been officially announced, and it is the most disliked video <laughs> in Nintendo's YouTube history. Uh, so, you want to tell me how you, how you feel about this? Because I don't. We had a good discussion about it last. I week. feel dead inside. Honestly, <laughs> I, I feel a little dead inside. No, you know, I mean, it's not for me. You, you know how I feel yeah. about mobile. Well, you basically don't even know what a MOBA is. No, I don't. <laughs> fair. I, I don't really <laughs> to be want fair. But Will this one make you play one, finally, though? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it is free, right? It's for mobile, I have to believe. Yeah, I think so. most of them are free, actually. Um, so maybe I will give it a try. I guess, as a Nintendo stock owner, yeah. maybe it's okay. Oh, it's a good move. Like, I don't know. But, you know, the one part that I'm really surprised about is how much it's been disliked. Yeah. Like, I hate MOBAs. I didn't realize the rest of society was well, waking up to... That's not what I think it is. Hating MOBAs. I don't think it's the fact that it's a MOBA exactly. Yeah. I think it... You know, there's the same reason that I have fallen out of love with Nintendo. It's the same reason that more people than me love Nintendo. Yeah. Like, they have their audience. Nintendo knows what they like, and they just keep giving it to them. And it works very, very well. It's yeah. a great... It's been a very successful formula. They will buy the same Pokemon game over and over and over. And it works, and they love it. For nearly 30 years and counting. And it works. Yeah. So, I think all of those... You know, the N- Nintendo fans like that are very traditionalist. And so when they hear like, you know, a competitive multiplayer game, they're, and, they're, and a lot of them are casual gamers. They don't, they're not going to get into a competitive multi. They don't want to play Counter-Strike. They don't want to play yeah. Dota. Yeah. So I, I, it's, I love this because, A, it's, it's Nintendo trying something new. They're making Tencent develop it, which means they're probably not spending Jack Diddley. It's kind of like a free... It's only, they can only make money off it, probably. Yeah. And... It's it, again. It's it's for mobile. It's for Switch. It's competitive multi. It's re, it's Nintendo reaching a new audience, which is what I one of the things I faulted them for. Like if they're not trying to really reach new audiences, eventually that could be a problem. Well, they're trying to reach a new audience with this, and I, you know, I actually like it, and I do think a MOBA is a good fit because part of MOBAs is like you you level up and you grow stronger throughout the match. Yeah. So you're gonna have Pokemon like evolving through the match, like like the formula no, already. That's kind of interesting. That, it already makes sense to yeah. me in my head. So I was actually like, when I saw this, I was like, I'm gonna try this game. Like I immediately knew I'm gonna try this. Yeah. I probably won't play it for the rest of my life, you know. But like, I'm interested. Something I'm in. to finally get you to use your Switch again. No, it'll definitely be on mobile, hundred percent. Oh no, no. Yes. Don't play it on mobile. I'm not gonna play it on Switch. Nobody plays mobile games. 
Okay. <laughs> that is statistically well, untrue. Wait, wait. I, I want to take that back. They are the most played I, I want to take that back because mobile gaming isn't gaming. So I shouldn't call it mobile games. <laughs> well, statistically, there are more gamers on mobile than there are on PC and console combined. It's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> Not a great fact. Well, that that could be that's valid, but and, and you know the other thing about this is, you know, we're talking about new audiences and stuff. Um, and what are the biggest games in China? Mobile games. Yeah. Where does where where is an audience that Nintendo? Can yeah, that's what I sort of got China. to feel. Um, it's a good business. Model. You know, you look who's making it. You look what type of game it is, and it's pretty clear who yeah. it's actually aimed at. Yeah, and it's also Tencent. I'm gonna kind of <clears throat> rip into Tencent a little later, but Tencent historically, when they have taken a game and developed it, they've done very well yeah. because they've got money. <clears throat> so I think you're actually going to see a good game here. Like everybody says that the mobile version of PUBG is the best version of PUBG, like not even questionable, mm -hmm. which it seems insane to say, yeah. but it's true. Well, if you've ever played PUBG, <laughs> well, you'll understand why. Yes, that's very, that's very true. I think it took three years before you could see the wheels spinning the, the, on the The bar vehicles. was basically on the floor, if not you know, sinking in. I have never seen a bug in your game in my whole life. <laughs> ever. Ever. You could be uh, driving on a, for 20 minutes in your vehicle, which literally... I always found explode. that to be the charm, though. Well, it, part of it was. But it would also be totally... There's so many games where, where Jank kills it for me, but... Yeah. For some reason, every once in a while, I, there's a game like PUBG where, where the jank just makes just, the game. Yeah, it just somehow makes it a little yeah. more charming. Yeah. But there were times when you're driving around and for like literally a half an hour in PUBG, you know, and you're finally like, okay, I got all the loot I need. Yeah. And then you just like fall through the map and yeah, die. die. And then yep. <laughs> half an hour wasted. Yep. So, anyway, uh, most disliked video. Here, here's my prediction. This will be Nintendo's most profitable game that they release this year, if it comes out this year. Yeah, that'll be a big deal. But well, I mean, their most disliked will be their it's most got, profitable. It's got extremely stiff competition in, in Animal Crossing. So, as far I mean, profit, just pure yeah. profit. Yeah. Because I this. Oh, you mean margins? Like. Like I bet you they will make more profit. Like, period. Yeah. Because I don't know what Animal Crossing's budget was. Yeah. Probably not that much. No. But um, I just feel between microtransactions and stuff that Tencent's going to jam this pack. It, it'll be interesting. Up. And I'm sure it'll come out in a quarterly report Yeah. to, to see which, which yeah. actually made more. Because I think you're right. I think it is going to be a winner, especially in China. Yeah. Um, by the way, Tencent is also developing a new metal slug for mobile. And I, I think you're going to see this a lot. I think you're going to see Tencent taking licenses for people and doing what like they won't do themselves. Yeah. And everybody Metal profits. Slug Konami? Metal Slug's SNK, I think. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's true. Did you ever play a Metal Slug game? Oh, yeah. I played very little, like I five minutes. To be honest, I don't really get the hype. Me either. Me either. <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad. I no, just didn't get what was great about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... Some people speak like of I it love like, Contra, for like it's a legendary yeah. game, and I'm just like, eh, you know. more on ten cents soon. I got an investigation. I've been I put on my between the doctor disrespect thing and the ten cent thing I'm gonna yeah. talk about in a little while. I feel like I'm like literally you got Batman. This, you like got I'm, the Q cap. On. I'm I'm I've become a I'm gonna be a PI. This crazy wall. So Halo Infinite teasers have started officially. Uh, the Halo Twitter. 
tweeted out some stuff this week and uh, hints at the return of not only Brutes, but the Brutes from um, Halo, Halo Wars, Wars 2. Yes. Yeah. And I know you're a big Halo Wars fan. Yes. So does that excite you? Yes, it does. Um, I always, like, I've said it on the show a few times, where I thought Halo Wars has the better take on the Halo universe. Yeah. And I always wish that they would find a way to make the mainline Halo games, you know, feel and look and, and have all the characters from the Halo Wars games. And it looks like that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So so I'm a little bit excited, um, cautiously excited. Uh, but it was definitely Atriox on, yeah. The, uh, yeah. uh, on that message. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really interested to see what they do now. Here's I, I'm glad that we're hearing anything at this point, anything about Halo Infinite. Yeah. The fact that we got an official teaser as short as it was just made me happy. Like, yeah. thank God, we are literally months. Something. We are a few months away from this game coming out. And they say we won't see it for another few weeks. You know? Well, that's what I was going to mention. The the message was is uh, don't expect it in early July. Yeah. So well, mid to late. Probably yeah, the, the second two weeks. Which I can't July. believe they're waiting that long. If the longer they wait though. You know, I saw a thread on Reset Era. Like, would you prefer a conference that was, like, mm-hmm. professional, like Sony's? Or, like, more like, um, I can't remember who they compared Inside to. Inside Xbox? Yeah. And I really hope <laughs> they do what Sony did. Yeah. I really hope we're gonna that get, they do, we're like, gonna get, We're going to get Inside Xbox, kind of. I hope not. You know. I hope not. Uh, what's his name standing in front of a green? Major screen? Nelson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quarantine beard and hair, probably. I mean, you know, it, the company is worth 1.5 trillion, but their <laughs> their inside Xbox is below that of like the typical you and I teenage, could produce it, yeah, teenage YouTube experience. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, well, hopefully they finally nail this because they know they need to nail this. Yeah, and Phil keeps saying that he feels very confident about their show after watching Sony's. So I'm hoping that means not only the games, but the but, presentation. But, you know, I saw, I saw somebody, they, they made a compilation of um, Phil Spencer's predictions and sayings and stuff. And they're all wrong. It, well, I mean, I, I don't want to call them predictions, actually. But the, the way he phrased yeah. how he felt about an upcoming show. Yeah, you know, it's like, always like that. Yeah, it's always, this is the biggest, best yeah, lineup you're right. Xbox you're ever, right. has ever had. Yeah. You know, like each and every year they, they had it. like every single Even year during for, the worst years. Yeah, for like the last eight years. <laughs> when they released nothing. And it's like, yeah, you, you released nothing in all those years. So they're really going to have to put up or shut up. I truly believe what they've been doing for the last year has been pretty damn good. Like the, the, yeah. the release. So oh, that, yeah. you know that grounded game? The winds of change are. are you know yeah. that grounded game that Obsidian yeah. made? So it's either like an, an early access or like an Xbox Insider. There, there's. It comes out this month, the full game, or in July, I'm sorry. Yeah. But there's an early access version. The game's basically done, and everybody's saying great things about it. Like, all the games they're releasing, even the indie games to the, you know, the more double-A games to, everything has been really consistently good. And uh, I'm hoping that it only keeps going. I think it will. You know, there seems to be a lot of high expectations for this. You know, there seems to be a lot of buzz. Yeah. So, you know, I, I want to believe. I want to believe. This is the year. Well, here, here's... Tell me if you believe this. Um, Perfect Dark and Fable Twitter accounts were discovered this God. week. One of them is linked to a Microsoft email address. And the other one was... Uh, it's directly linked to Microsoft somehow. I think it was literally registered by Microsoft or something like that. But then uh, 
Greenberg there, the one who pisses you off every time he says something, yeah. was like, oh, no, guys, those have existed for years. No more. Don't look here. You know, don't worry. <laughs> look over there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, we just secured it for our IP. Yoink. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely Fable's happen. definitely happening. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. If Fable doesn't happen at this point, people will be like, "What?" But I mean, imagine imagine at this show with with you know we haven't seen anything of Halo Infinite really. Yeah. And so I mean, even though we know it's it's there and it exists, yeah. yeah. We really don't know any. So it's gonna be like getting a new game, even though we, yeah, yeah. We've sort of seen and heard about yeah. it for the last two years. It's, it's going to be like a new announcement, basically. Yeah, because we really haven't seen the the actual game yeah. itself. So that's going to feel new. And then if they got Fable there, and then if they close it with like a, a quadruple A reboot of it, Perfect Dark. If they did, so they're going to have, everybody expects like 15 games. Yeah. If they do Halo Infinite, Fable, which basically everybody 100% believes, yeah. Perfect Dark, Forza, and then insert any other 11 games. Yeah. That's a pretty damn good lineup. That, yeah. Just those four alone. And there's got to be at least one more winner in in the other oh, yeah. eleven. Well, they've got they've got Obsidian working on an RPG. They've got In Exile. Yeah. They've got the yeah. Everwild game Rare. They've got Hellblade Two. Yeah. Oh yeah. They've Ever got Wild. um. They've got plenty yeah. of. And you're gonna get access to all those for ten or fifteen dollars a month. Game and you know you can find Game Pass on sale all the time, so you you can actually get them for like six dollars a month if you're smart. And uh, they bought the Silent Hill IP. <laughs> yeah. Start another rumor. Well, I mean, Sony. There was another rumor about um, about Sony supposedly having a few more third party. Yeah. Like exclusives to show in like August or something like that. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, has Microsoft nailed one of the rumors I've heard and. I've only heard it from like one source was that Ninja Gaiden is coming back. It'd be good. As an Xbox exclusive. It'd be a good get. And, and you know, there was a lot of smoke about Splinter Cell. Yeah. Uh, well, there has been for years. So, I mean, I could see them maybe getting Splinter Cell yeah. and, and Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Which would be good guess. What do you... I know you don't care about this, but people have noticed that all of a sudden... All of Destiny is marketing. All the marketing for Destiny has suddenly switched to Xbox. It has always been PlayStation. And yeah. Sony and Activision had the deal. Bungie's no longer with Activision. It's not even mixed. Wouldn't it be funny if Microsoft bought Bungie again? <laughs> I don't think that has happened. But <laughs> but people think maybe maybe for the next Xbox. Because Phil's out, like outwardly a huge Destiny fan. He's played it for thousands of hours. Yeah. So people are saying, well, did Microsoft buy the marketing and exclusive content for this gen? Like, will that convert this gen? Like, new, you know, yeah. will it bring fans back that would to be Xbox? Big. That would be big. We'll see. I, I feel like I'm, I'm really surprised at what Sony showed last month because they did not. They did not shut the door on Microsoft. No, and, they didn't. And usually Sony does have the firepower to do that, especially yeah. if they got something like a Silent Hill yeah. exclusive reboot. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you don't show that. And I've heard that they have other shows no, planned. There before, will be, at least. Before launch. So yeah. maybe, maybe they're holding it for that. Maybe they're holding it for next year. I don't know. But what they showed wasn't 
that compelling. No. I mean, there's pl plenty of stuff to there, like. Yeah. But it, what, yeah. nothing really, there was nothing really there that sold me to PlayStation Well, like I, like I said to you before the show even started, I said, you know, I, I think I'm going to get a PS5. Yeah. I was pretty sure I was going to get a PS5. And then after the show, I went from, yeah, I'm definitely getting a PS5 to... Eh, Am I getting a PS5? Yeah, like, uh, you know, I didn't there was really nothing see. there. They sort of talked that, me out of it. That 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 made me feel like, oh, I have to have a PS5. Yeah, there, you know, if they had Silent Hills exclusive to PS5, exactly, then I probably would have been like, bang, ah, maybe yeah. I gotta get a PS. Got no choice. Yeah, but you know, for Ratchet and Clank, for Spider Man, for yeah. not saying that those games won't be good because they will, but they didn't sell me on the PS5, and. That's just where it stands right now. Yeah, and, and Microsoft, to, you know, to be fair, has to sell me on the Xbox Series X too because I can play all their games on my souped-up PC. Yeah. So if they want me to buy an Xbox, they still kind of got to sell me. Yeah. So we'll see. I agree. Like I, I'm, I'm right now. What we should have like a next-gen check, status check. <laughs> Like where um, are we? Check. Yeah, 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 that's a good like, idea. Where, where do we stand on? Are you buying? Gen? But you can't even say until you hear price, release yeah. date. Um, and they right, haven't communicated that. Right now, though, I'm sort of like because I just built my own new souped-up PC, and I'm looking at it. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll sit this generation, like because you know there's gonna be a mid-generation refresh now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'll just sit this out and wait for the next upgrade. Yeah. You know, because by then my, my computer will be a little bit longer. A few years older. And I probably won't be as excited to upgrade it. Yeah. So. So time for some, time for my investigative work here. So I'm really into streaming, as you guys all know. And I, I, I'm really into the streaming wars and, uh, and whatever new platforms come out, whenever a, any platform makes a move, I'm always interested to see, like, what are they trying to accomplish? How are you know viewers going to react? How are streamers going to react? Blah blah blah. So I got exposed to this new platform called Trovo this week. Trovo.live. It's a website. You can go there right now. When you when you load it up, you'll note actually. Can you can you open it oh, right there? Oh, I, I knew I heard of this service. Uh, I have you seen it yet? Yes. It looks quite familiar, doesn't it? Yes. So when you load it up, it looks literally exactly like Twitch. Except green. Except green. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I, but, but, but part of that, I'm thinking like when I heard this, Trovo.live, this is like a little dinky startup, you know? Yeah. So when I go and I look at it, I'm like, well, the UI is actually quite polished. So from a tech perspective, you know, this, this, you know, everything seems to be firing on all cylinders. You know, they've got a decent, at least base here. You know, not a lot of streamers, not a lot of viewers, but yeah, okay, they've got a, you know. So I'm trying to figure out more about it. Like, where where is this platform coming from? Who's working on it? So I can figure out the potential of it. So I tweeted something about it. You know, like, can anybody talk to me about this platform? I'm curious. Got a few responses. You know, people say, you know, it looks like Twitch. It looks like Twitch, you know, like. And I noticed a few kind of like mid-level streamers streaming on there. So it was obvious that, well, they're probably paying somebody, you know, somebody to come stream on that site. So I did a little more investigative work. And who is Trovo.live owned and operated by? But what it this is the funny thing. It is absolutely hidden. You cannot you cannot tell this anywhere on, on Trovo. You cannot find it. Trovo is owned by none other than Tencent. Yeah. 
So Tencent has built a streaming platform for the West. They're kind of like, I kind of assume they're kind of like betaing it right now. And, and they're not communicating that it's, (laughs) that that's where it's from. (laughs) So, um, so I started doing some more digging and trying to read about it and seeing what people are saying about it. A lot of people are saying like, well, you realize this is Tencent and that they are going to market this in China. So that means you got to worry about things like censorship of your game, censorship of your opinion, censorship, yeah. you know, all that stuff that comes with the, the Chinese, Chinese regulation and stuff. Because yeah. I was thinking of doing some streams on there just to test it out and learn more about it, see what happened. And then I'm like, damn, that's like a really good point. And uh, all, so I'm putting all the pieces together. I followed them on Twitter. They've got like 1,000 followers on Twitter. It's like nothing. Like yeah, this yeah. thing is like almost yeah. like not existing. Well, they just rebranded it from something Mad else. Dog. Mad Dog, yeah. Which I had never even heard of. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to figure out all this stuff. And, all, and like literally, um, they put out this thing. Anybody who gets on our plat, who joins our platform, which you can do for nothing, and gets 100 followers, that's it, 100 followers, We'll give you a hundred dollars. I'm like, what? So, so then, like, literally the next the next day, we're setting up a pot of money, thirty million dollars for streamers to come to our platform. And I'm like, okay, this is ten cent. They're like gonna start making their play. Like, yeah. Literally within like the span of like a week, they're like, well, here's our website. Maybe somebody will notice it. Here's a boatload of money. Like. Yeah. And people are going to take it. Like, there's absolutely people who are going to take it. And yeah. I don't mean, like, Ninja Shroud. Not, like, mid-level, like, streamers will be like, they'll give me 5000 bucks, Okay. Yeah. You know, like, and it'll probably work for but a while. I, I don't think a lot of people realize yet, though, that this is Tencent. And what does that, what does, what comes with Tencent? Yeah. A lot of stuff. And I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Yeah, I but, mean the fact. Well, the fact but the fact that, that they're hiding it kind of pisses me well, off. Well, I mean, not just. I mean, and they they basically stolen Twitch. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, hundred percent. They stolen <laughs> Twitch. They took they, then, they copy and pasted the source code, went into the hex color thing, and changed the color, and that was it. I mean, I I don't even understand why this isn't a bigger deal to people because the Chinese companies are essentially just stealing. They're trying to steal, you know, American stuff right out from underneath <laughs> us, like, and then get us to use it and, and pay them. Thirty million dollars to to come use it, it like, like don't use it's it theft. Twitch. You, it's it's stuff. It's paid that. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how there isn't more of an outrage. Not only that. just the, not only just the, not only hey, are we gonna steal your your idea and your UI. We're going to pay people to steal them away from you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Um, I know I won't be supporting the website for, especially for that reason alone. Cause it, it's, it's just, it's, I would feel outright theft of somebody yeah. else's work. Well, and I would feel a lot like, I don't, the fact that it doesn't say anywhere on there, like who it's owned and operated by yeah. really like kind of turned me the wrong way. Like, and I'm still not saying that I, I'm, I'm going to keep looking into it and learning about it and following it because that's kind of what I do. I follow all these streaming platforms and, you know, so on and so forth. But the fact that it's literally like being like hidden really rubbed me the wrong way. Like, why won't you say that you are owned by Tencent or operated by Tencent? Like, yeah. just so bizarre to me. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, probably for that reason. 
not yeah, to turn people off. Well, yeah, especially right now, you know. But people need, like, I feel like if I'm a streamer, I need to know that if I stream on this platform, like, I can't, like, like you can't have blood in your games and stuff yeah. over there. Yeah. So, like, is that, is that going to affect or me? It's, it's pride or month. is it not? It's Pride Month. But it's a question worth asking. It's Pride Month, and I'm pretty sure that doesn't fly. What? It's Pride Month. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like pretty sure might, that's a big no-no. And in you know, China. they may have made the decision like this platform is going to be free of all that stuff. Yeah, they may have. Yeah, but have they? I don't know. I, and that's just what worries me about like if I'm going to invest like like the mixer thing. Everybody, you know, invested in that platform, and then look what happened. But you, you know, got to know what you're getting into when you get into it. On the it. other hand, I mean, TikTok is still a big force, and people do suffer from like seemingly random bannings there yeah yeah but they're probably not so random to china because yeah in china you you, you said this yeah you can't say that so yeah you're gone but yeah from our perspective we're like the know, hell well yeah why, why was this person banned or whatever. yeah so uh, yeah right you'll, you'll probably see that here and that's i mean tiktok made it so i don't know maybe it will work yeah that's what i mean I, but but i i just want i'm 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 not telling people not to check out trovo because i'm bringing it up on the podcast. Obviously some people are probably going to go type it in and check it out. Yeah. But as, especially as like a streamer, like just be very conscious of what you're involved with because it's so easy to see those incentives. Like, Oh, we will get a hundred dollars over here. Do you think it's a bigger threat to Twitch or, or the smaller players like Facebook and YouTube? Uh, well, it's a good question right now is if Twitch, Facebook and YouTube are even the smaller players because yeah, <laughs> the, so YouTube, you know, YouTube and Facebook are growing very rapidly. So is Twitch, but um, uh, Mixer, not Mi- well. They just got all of Mixer though. <laughs> they just true. bought all the streamers. That's true. What really I think what's going to happen, and what I've seems to have noticed, I it's been about half and half that I've seen personally. About half of the Mixer streamers have just gone back to Twitch because I think that's something that we didn't discuss is that a lot of people who are streaming on Mixer were on Mixer because they felt that Mixer was kind of like a non-corporate platform. And even though it was owned by Microsoft, it was a smaller community. And like Twitch is known for being like toxic. It's linked to Amazon, blah, blah, blah. blah. Facebook gaming, you know, everybody knows about everything with Facebook. You know, the privacy issues, everything. So they were kind of on Mixer because they felt that Mixer was kind of like the good guy. You know, like... Or at least not the bad guy. Right. The lesser of evils or whatever. Exactly. If you're going to stream, you got to pick some platform. You can't do it... And Google, they're they're not exactly... Well, I, I mean, heard, they're all, they all have skeletons. I, if right. You, if your company is that if big... If you're a court... Yeah. Like, absolutely. You're going to have skeletons in your closet. And I heard this... I've heard from a couple of YouTube streamers this week that YouTube has been very quietly adding a lot of like big features that they haven't even like publicly announced yet. But like, if you stream there, you notice like, Oh, I got this now. Yeah. So it seems that YouTube is the wheels are on streaming are starting to turn faster than they have been. So, um, I, I really don't know. I don't, I don't know with everything Tencent does. I kind of always think that the market is like the Eastern market, but this is so clearly marketed towards the West. Um, I don't know because, you know, if you let's say I'm a streamer here, 
but I'm thinking of well, the big thing about being a streamer these days is you got to know, you got to find an audience. Who, what's your niche going to be? What audience are you targeting? Because you can't just sweep in and take Dr. Disrespect's audience or Ninja's audience. Yeah. You got to, you know, you got to find your own thing. And that's kind of what draw me, drew me to Trovo because if Tencent, if it's like a Western focus platform in a way, but they're still marketing it in the East, well, now I could be, not mean me personally, but I could reach a lot of Chinese viewers. What does that open up? You know, yeah. like, like you got to think of all that stuff. Like there, there could be benefits there, yeah. but you got to also understand what else that entails. I don't know. I mean, is there enough English speaking Chinese? I, really that's, that's I mean, I don't know. I truly don't. I don't know. I don't know if English has really penetrated that country the way it has in most yeah. other countries. Yeah, I truly don't know. Um, how many big Chinese streamers are there? I literally am ignorant of that fact. I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. Me neither. Would 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 Chinese viewers rather watch you know, Ninja and Shroud and Doctor Disrespect and Tim the Tapman than their own? Well, I, I mean, don't know. In a way, gaming can I don't can know bridge the gap because if you're watching I mean. if you're watching something like Counter Strike, yeah. You really don't need to, to know what they're saying no. to appreciate what they're doing. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, so I don't know. Just it was an interesting rabbit hole to go down, and because I, I'm I'm starting to hear more and more people go, "Oh, Trovo, what's Trovo? What is this?" Because the money's being thrown around yeah. very quickly, and that grabs people. Is, is Counter Strike even allowed in China? I Not wonder. sure. I wonder because sure. it, it obviously has shooting and blood. Which yeah. I'm sure the the Communist Party is a thrilled about yeah i really don't know uh, i know PUBG was banned really fortnite was even banned yeah wow so yeah counter-strike's probably way out. yeah probably i know counter-strike's big in the korean markets but yeah um so a couple other things did you have you been playing anything good lately or watching anything good uh, you, wanted, you know i wanted to share well I know I have. So I've got a couple. You know, it's funny. I, I've been looking at this, and I'm like, I know I've been playing stuff, but I don't even really. What have I been playing? Still Pokemon. About. Yeah. Pokemon still, basically. Yeah. And, and you played some tech in. Did you game. watch the first Dark? Yeah. No, I have not. Uh, Hopefully, after this show. That's that. Me too. I, I told Irma, as soon as I get home, we're watching the first one. <laughs> I, I thought for sure I'd be watching it by like last night. Yeah. But you know how it is. Like, our works. My our work schedules didn't add up, so we watch it together. Yeah. Because we watched the first season literally. On our honeymoon, like in our, we had a oh, cab, yeah. we had a cabin, yeah, that's true. and uh, we were just compelled by it. And then, you know, we found out that so, you would also watch it. Do you watch it in German or do you watch it in English? I watch it in German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I watched it both. I think I watched it both ways now. <laughs> but the German, like the first time I view it, I got to view it in German because yeah, it seems like the real experience. Yeah, and and really, it just seems creepier. No yeah. offense to the Germans, if it, uh, and I know if well, you're you listening, show. in a lot of ways, it's not not scary, but yeah. it has a very like, how would you describe the vibe of that? I, I don't know, dark. <laughs> yeah, I, I think dark. Yeah, um, and not in the way you would say dark for most shows. Not like Pennywise. It yeah, dark. it's it's kind of hard. To, it's, it's very mysterious, and uh, it's a mysterious kind of darkness. Yeah, yeah. Um, like mind blowing darkness. Yeah, like it just constantly bends your mind as to what what could be possible. Mm -hmm. and, um, such a good show. So I haven't watched it yet, but I'm just hopefully gonna, next week we can catch up on where we are. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is like next week we're gonna have to do. 
Yeah. Our our dark blowout. We did that for Witcher, I think, right? Like every episode, we're like, well, where are you? Where are you? Yeah, we'll have to do a dark blowout because I'm sure I'll have watched the whole thing. I don't know if I'll make it through the whole thing, but I I hope I can. But I I have my doubts because Irma's working long days at the hospital now. You know, and to be honest, she told me she was going to start it on her day off, which was today without me. And I was like, you, you, (laughs) you better not. You better not. Um, I think part of the reason, honestly, I haven't started is. I don't want it to end. I know. It seems yeah. it's, it's definitely a little bittersweet because I keep thinking, man, this is the end. I know. And Stranger Things is ending this season, too. Is it ending this season? Yeah, it's the final season. Is this season five? Four. They're only doing four. I thought they were doing five. No, they're only doing four. Oh, shit. So. Man, Netflix, they're going to be really in trouble. <laughs> well, we got some Netflix news later. Um, yeah, so I'll let you take away the... So I had two, I had two games that I played this week, and I wanted to share the experience. They're two drastically different experiences. So the Crossfire X beta is available on Xbox One right now. Um, this and it, the reason I was interested in this game is a I love shooters. I play tons of shooters, but this is a shooter that's big in the like you know Eastern market, and I've been looking at it as a game that maybe Microsoft can use this to help get the Xbox into those markets where they've always failed. I think that's their goal with it, by getting it as an exclusive. So I fired up the beta, and there's a couple different modes, and I actually had quite a bit of fun with it. Uh, the the modern mode is really, it, it's kind of like old school dumb fun. Like, I'm trying to think of like like Call of Duty and like, like before Call of Duty was Call of Duty. Like, it, it's just old school dumb, just plain fun. Like, not super competitive, not... It's kind of casual, and the gunplay was really good. Yeah. Um, I re- I played it for like two hours, and I actually enjoyed it, which is longer than I give most games these days. I'm like, eh, I play it for ten minutes, and I'm like, this one's not for me, and I just. But you know, I play it again, so I had pretty good experience with that. So I think people, as long as they support it with lots of content and you know keep updating it, I think Crossfire X is gonna be a hit. And then I played Ninjala on the Switch, which you guys all know how I feel generally about the Switch. But I was li- really looking forward to this one because it's a it's a it's like a melee kind of a casual melee action battle royale. Is it like Bleeding Edge? It's a battle royale though. Yeah. But melee, yeah, yeah. melee action. Like oh, you're playing as ninjas. Uh, very casual Switch style game. You know, and I was like, I could, I could, you know, enjoy this for a few hours. You know, I'll check it out. I play a lot of battle royales, and gives me an excuse to play my Switch. You know, and I had criticized this game before because when they did the beta for this game, the beta lasted a total of two hours. (laughs) There was one day, and it was open for two hours. Um, But I was really looking forward to playing it, and it's out now. It's free to play. Ninjala. I'm like, gonna check it out. So I download it on my Switch. I, fight, I lay down and fire it up the one night, right? So I try. I do the whole tutorial, which takes like 10 minutes, which is way longer than I'm willing to spend did the most Did you play it handheld tutorials. or did you play it on your TV? Uh, handheld. Oh. So I'm, I'm laying in bed. So I do the tutorial for about 10 minutes, and I fire up my first match. And I'm sitting in the lobby, sitting in the lobby, sitting in the lobby, sitting in the lobby. Probably 10 minutes goes by. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the lobby. Seven of eight players. Eight of eight players. Oh, six God. of eight players. Seven of eight. Eight of eight. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting this lobby. I got to start my matchmaking over. 
There's no option in the game to even quit the lobby. You can't get out of it. <laughs> so I close, I close the app, yeah. go back to the dashboard, completely close the app, open it again, matchmake, go to a lobby, six of eight, seven of eight, six of eight, eight of eight, six of eight. Fifteen more minutes. Why is it not long? Past eight of eight. eight, eight Fifteen more minutes passed. I, I literally took my switch and I was like, I'm done. I am, <laughs> I am done with this thing. Why? This is made by Gung Ho. Why they thought it was a good idea to make an online game on the Switch, yeah. which has terrible infrastructure, is beyond you me. Know what's funny? They took a game that I actually wanted to play on that goddamn piece of trash, <laughs> and they made it unplayable. You know what's funny? I was like, this is proving is once, everything that I believe about this piece of once, shit. Once you told me that you're, you're playing it in handheld, my first thought was, uh-oh. <laughs> because, like... You just can't really play online. You know, the only game I was able to play successfully online was um, Platoon, probably. Platoon. Yeah. It, it's in handheld. Yeah. It, it actually works really well. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. What I played this Platoon Magic. two demo online a yeah. few weekends ago. Yeah. I don't know what fine. Dark Magic they did because they <laughs> seem to be the only people on the planet that can get handheld Nintendo Switch online to work. You know how you would yeah. hope it would work, um, but other than that, you really gotta you gotta plug that thing in and you gotta plug it in with an Ethernet adapter. Yeah, to the stand. Otherwise, forget it. And that's feel, that's totally unacceptable. Yeah, that's totally unacceptable. You cannot have this. Is like the their online has barely moved forward since the GameCube. Like yeah, you don't need to buy a network adapter. Well, anymore. now you see why that there were rumors that they were. Thinking about having Microsoft handle oh my it, and they God. should have had Microsoft handle it. I was just, and that's see, that's why I can't get into that. Like there, even when there's a game that I want to play on it, there yeah. is some type of barrier. Yeah, and I'm like, every time, I'm like I, I just, it, it's like it's like somebody at Nintendo is looking at me and they're like. Uh, he wants to do that, so make sure he Shut cannot. Shut him down. Yeah, don't, don't cut, want to have it. Cut his mic. Yeah, shut him off. Tencent, the guy from Tencent is standing behind, you know, don't want that. <laughs> do that. Tackle him. All right. Um, I really got to remember to tell you my doctor disrespect theory after the yeah, yeah. after the show. But we got some uh, Godspeed stories first, so we ready for this? Yeah. Godspeed stories. You go first. Commence. Okay, so I'm going to throw this one in here. Ready at Dawn joins Facebook. We didn't really talk about yeah. this, so I'm going to throw it down here. Um, Facebook made another play. What do you think? I don't even know who Ready at Dawn is. Ready at Dawn, they did, um, didn't they do, yeah, who the hell is Ready Trash. No, oh, boy, boy. <laughs> they did, didn't they do. Were that, they those horror games? Yeah. Like Man that, of the that, Band? Yeah, stuff? that PlayStation exclusive. Detroit? And they also Detroit is that them? I think they the also Detroit. No, that's not them. No, I, but I think they also made like God of War on PSP. I think that was Could their, their other know. claim to fame. But they made those horror games. Um, they used to be PS4 exclusive, like yeah. Man and Dan. Yeah. Um, and until dawn. That's yeah, that's what right. You literally liked that game. I, I like that game. So, and I'm, I won't be surprised if that's what they're still making. Probably Procos. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eurogamer has confirmed, via their sources at least, but they say this is 100%. Rocksteady is making the Suicide Squad game, and its launch is still years away. How could Rocksteady possibly have been working on this game for this long? Um, well, 
there there was a rumor that they had made a Superman game before. Got trashed. And yeah, they said no, take it away. We don't want it. Take it away. <laughs> so I really hope some exec somewhere literally said, take I, it away. I do sort of wonder if they had been working. <laughs> the on Warner Brothers suits just said, take it yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> And Take I, it away, please. And, and there is no suits in any business that I hate more than Warner Brothers. Yeah. Because they just seem clueless. Like, like they are the barrier to I'm just, I literally success. cannot stop laughing, though. Uh, like, you know, somebody walks in a room with, like, a trailer for the game. And somebody's sitting there at their desk. And they literally just go... Thank you. <laughs> like, take this bastard it's like two years, child out of Two years of work. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm literally tearing up thinking of that. I don't know yeah, why I think that's so that's funny. That's probably what happened. Is they were working on Superman, and then they weren't working on Superman. You're working on Suicide Squad now. Uh, okay, so um, that so saga is a good one this week. Did did we did we skip over Crash Bandicoot? Oh yeah, we did. Okay, so let's let's double back. Even though you you I blew it. That's so Sega. I blew it. This uh, has nothing to do with Sega. Crash Crash Bandicoot Four has been reviewed. <laughs> you, just, you just biffed Bandicoot. You're like Candic. You said something. Well, whatever. Crash Future. Bandicoot Four is coming out this fall. What do you think of that? Uh, nothing. <laughs> did you watch the trailer? Yeah, I did. Um, is it just like the old school game? You know. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. It's got a charm. But I felt like... There's nothing like it's it. It's very similar... Well, there is something like it. What? Jack and Dexter. Well, yeah, and I mean... To me, that's the issue. But that's like, dead. Jack and Dexter. I mean, not Jack and Dexter. Um, what, what was the other one? Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Well, Jack and Dexter was actually Naughty Dog. Yeah. And Crash was Naughty Dog. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how, you know, the whole journey of Crash and it's... Away from it is kind of weird. That's a whole other story. But given Ratchet and Clank was shown, and that looks, you know, tremendous. Yeah. Visually. Like I just felt like such a mistake not to release this before, and they had to have known. They had to have known. I don't know. I think I just, uh, with with what Activision's model to me, it's literally, we know there's fans of this franchise. Make a game just for the fans of that franchise. Yeah. That's what they're doing with um, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's not selling to a new audience. It's selling to the old audience. But Crash Bandicoot 4 is for the old audience. This, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like they damaged the franchise because now it looks completely second rate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so Sega, but it's actually good. A Sonic flavored G Fuel is coming out this office, uh, August. It's called Peach Rings. Make sure you use code Mare. But do you think this is actually a good move by Sega? They're finally doing something. I mean, there are no good moves. <laughs> good answer. Okay. Uh, George R. R. Martin says he still has a long way to go before wins a week or wins a winner. We have literally made a miss. I just made one in the last. <laughs> We're really struggling. No, we, we will get through this. Just, just bear with us. Uh, when's a winner is finished? It says it'll definitely be next year, though. Uh, no way. No, it's not coming. You believe out. his lies at this point? No, 
Here's the thing about that I've come to accept about George. When he says it, I think he means it. I do, oh, yeah, I, I do believe him. I do. I do believe that he's writing it, you know, what he believes is a good pace. Yeah. He's going to go back and he's going to rewrite it and he's going to rewrite it and he's going to rewrite it and it's never going to get finished. I mean, it should be noted that... This they, series started in 1993. I know. Okay. And this is why I don't <laughs> read. I, I read the first book and then I was like, no, I'm, I'm not reading anymore because... I don't want to invest myself in a series that might never end. Yeah, it's and, hard to consider. Or, or that I have to wait 10,000 years to, yeah. to read it. Like, I'm like, no, I, I'd rather read it all. It's, you know, I, 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 I love his books. I do. But it's very easy. Like, he, so he, I love I don't want to insult his writing because I think it's great. And obviously what he's done has worked. Yeah. But at the same time, he's kind of like crafting his own downfall. Because when you think about it, why does he keep rewriting it? Why does he keep rewriting it? Because he's been writing this series for 30 years. Of course he's changed his mind. I know. Whereas if he wrote this series in six, seven, eight years, yeah. he wouldn't be changing his mind. Yeah. Because he would have been executing a plan. And he just keeps going off on tangents. You know, he, well, well, society changes. Yeah. You get new ideas. You react to your life. You know, well, this is a neat idea. I'm going to incorporate this into my book. Because he's taking so long, that's why he can't finish it. Because he's going to keep rewriting and keep rewriting and keep changing trajectories. I and, think, well, and I mean, the show is obviously going to make him change trajectories when again. When they started the show, he had more or less guaranteed them that he would have the books done before, by the final season. Before the, yes. the show caught up. And obviously the show's been over for two years. Yeah, that never happened. I mean, we don't even have the sixth book. And I think every year since like 2016, he's been saying, "Okay, you know, next year, next year, it's gonna next, be done. year. next year, it's going to be done. Next year, it's going to be done." And here we are, like it's I, 2020, and see, next year. I thought that COVID 19 was kind of our last hope. Like, yeah. okay, like he's this, stop right, now. right, because he's like a notorious Jets fan. Yeah. So I'm like, there'll be no distractions. He's a Jets fan. Yes. There, there's a, there's, there's, you know, there'll be no distractions. He's, he's got a right. He's staying home. He's quarantined. Yeah. He's not going to events. He's not. The show is finished. He's not, you know, helping with that. If he didn't finish uh, it, if he, if he still says he has a long way to go now, it's yeah. never getting done. No. Never. Final God yeah. mode moment. I this mean, book Hollywood, will never come out. Hollywood has basically been shut down, and he'll still find a way to, <laughs> to delay this. This news is great for you, so I don't know who's supposed to be reading this one, but Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 was just announced, and it's coming out this month. You were the only person I know that believed the 8-bit version of Bloodstained was the superior version. So this had to be music to your ears. Are you going to play the sequel? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. You talked up that game so much, and now... Eh, yeah. Yeah. Eh. Well, I mean, you know, it's the type of game where once you played it once... Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Right before the show started, we were talking about how when we did our most anticipated games of the year, I don't know if it was... It must have been two years ago. Matt's most anticipated game turned out to be a game that he never even played, (laughs) which I just think is great. Well, I'm waiting for the game pass. Waiting for the game pass. Game pass will come through and make it good. Um, Cyberpunk. Edgerunners. It's an anime, and it's announced by Netflix. Are you excited for this? No. I've honestly, and I'm not knocking the quality of the of Cyberpunk 2077, but at this point I have lost all hype for that game. Um, 
I don't I can't quite pinpoint why, but I just at this point I have totally lost my hype for it. Just fact yeah. of life. I'm not excited. Kind of. Yeah. I, I kind of agree. Like I, I was watching videos today, and I was just like, uh, yeah. Like I've heard a lot of people watch that new trailer, and they were kind of like, yeah, it looks okay. Like the the luster of it is kind of wearing off. And yeah. if it launches and it's getting tens all over, you know, then my hype will probably, you know, resume. But Microsoft is closing nearly all of its retail stores. In addition to killing Mixer this week, apparently Microsoft was totally in let's cut our losses mode. Uh, they're closing all their Microsoft stores except for like one in like New York City or something like that. What do you what do you make of that? Because I know a lot of people said that originally the model here was to compete with Apple stores, that that was what Microsoft wanted. Yeah, well, you know, I think Microsoft has woken up to who they got, they are. They got woke. Company. Yeah, I mean, who they are as a company. Yeah. And I really applaud them for this. Yeah. Who they, because for a while there, they're like, you know, Microsoft and Apple used to be bitter rivals. Yeah. But I think Microsoft has woken up and, and just realized, you know, we're not Apple. Like, we don't, and we don't have to be Apple. And so now they're writing all the wrongs yeah. that they, they made in years past. Yeah. Um, so Maybe Apple will start a streaming service soon. Maybe. Apple.tv. I kind of doubt it. I don't know if that's really their Yeah, I, I don't. I was so, just speculating. I mean, you know, congrats, Microsoft, for realizing you're not Apple. You know what fell off a cliff, speaking of Apple? What's that? Apple Arcade. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Has not been mentioned since the first two weeks it came out. Hopefully they sort of reboot that. Um, CFPs, getting private servers, is one of the top games on Steam. Can you believe that? No. I really give... Is there a game here yet? Yeah, well, that's what I... I really want to give... And I, it's still not really a game that appeals to me, but I really want to give Rare and Microsoft credit for this because they took this game, it, and it's really risen the last year or so. It's become a, like a steadfast... It's constantly up there, like the most watched, most played games. It's moved to its Steam now, a new platform, and it's one of the top games on Steam. And you know, here's a new, a new feature that I think is really going to... You know, help it. Having private servers allows people to create all sorts of wacky, fun scenarios, and I, I just think they've done a great job with it, and they deserve all the credit. Because even though I really don't care that much about it or at all, I think that it deserves. They didn't abandon this game because when it first came out, everybody was like, "What the hell," you know, yeah. and now it's it's found its place. So, good job. Uh, is this one me? That's you. The Last of Us 2 sold 4 million copies in the first week, despite the bitter spoilers on the internet and the incels tearing the game apart in the for weeks leading up to it. Are you ever going to play this, you think? If I ever get a PS5, yeah. I, I won't play it before I get PS5. Yeah. I, I, it keeps running through my head, but I keep no, telling myself... I keep telling myself, no. I yeah. That, if they did that, they would be... I would never forgive them. Yeah. If you took one of your like genre-defining franchises yeah. and you didn't make it compatible, especially right before the PS5, yes, like, how how could that happen? Oh my God! But watch, I guarantee you it'll happen. So. God mode moment, shot fired. Because that's just, I mean, like, that's so. Sad. That's the way. Is that the new? That's so Sega. We've got no, that's so Sony. Plus the backwards compatibility, yes. All right, so. 
I have a feeling we're going to be reporting on some of these stories again next, like the Dr. Disrespect one. I'm sure we are going to have an update on come next episode. Um, crazy time. Crazy. This week was such a roller coaster of, for the gaming industry. Like, it started with Mixer. Yeah. And I thought for sure this is like, we will have no bigger topic than it's this. It's kind of funny that, um, you know, COVID has, has sort of knocked everything out. And yet, for gaming, like, you know... Things are ramping just, up. Yeah, gaming's going wild. Yeah, games gone wild. <laughs> Gamers gone wild. All right, I guess that's it for God Mode Unlocked episode 97. Check back next week for more episode or, uh, yeah, the next episode of Unsolved Docsteries. And, uh, God knows, like, like this, that, that, that mixer thing happened, like, so out of the blue. It kind of reminded me, like, why we do this show. Because, like, it was one of those things, like, holy, like, you know, we got to talk about this. And, and, like, there's so much to dive into and analyze. It was, like. Mixer and Dr. Disrespect. Yeah, like, just all this stuff. And and I'm really, I really want to say this. And hopefully people understand this. I'm really the last person when something unfortunate happens or something truly, like, heinous happens. I, I'm not the type of person like jump in and dive all over it and like pick them apart, you know. Like I, 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 I don't, I don't like to capitalize on other people's misery or misdeeds for attention or just for sake of discussion. So, you know, uh, drama. You know, there's a certain kind of drama that you know is newsworthy, and then there's others where I'm kind of like just, just leave people alone. You know, sometimes it's better to let yeah. you know. But anyway, weird note to end the podcast on. Yeah, but yeah. Well, you know what else we got to talk about, though? Yes. <laughs> Just stop it there. Yeah.